Clarissa. I fight for Flint Shields versus Christina. Get to the Chapahama. Post-fight thoughts. Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. So Shields did pretty much what I thought she would. Domination in my eyes, I don't think you could give Hammer more than one round. Two is actually being generous. Uh, Shields thought she won all ten rounds. You could make more of a case for that than giving Hammer like more than two rounds. That's for sure. I, I gave her one round and that was probably being uh, a little bit too soft in all honesty just because I expected a lot from Shields. And even though she did dominate her and she did do a lot of things that we talked about in the pre-fight podcast, which by the way, if you're listening to this on YouTube, icon, upper right corner, click it. It'll link back to that podcast. Um, I thought she could have done more. I mean, she did hurt her. She did rock her. She probably was close to putting her down at the very least in the eighth round. Maybe stopping her if there if it wasn't for that mouthpiece mouthpiece issue. I really think that she was really hurt there. But overall, this fight showcased exactly what I was talking about when it came to inside fighting. Hammer does everything we spoke about and Shields took advantage of it. Did she do it perfectly? Of course not. Nothing's ever perfect. Could she have done it a little more? Yes. That's my really own critique here is that I think when she had Hammer opening up in combinations, she should have punched with her more. She did it good enough. She dominated the round. She won the fight clearly. But I think if the stoppage was what she was looking for, it was there. It was right there. She just needed to make sure that every single time Hammer opened up, she followed up with her own punches. A lot of times she was showing good defense, good head movement, but not coming back with a counter. Personally, I would have rather had her stand there in the pocket and throw. I wasn't worried about it with Hammer's power. I wasn't worried about Hammer beating her to the punch even because I believe Shields could take the punch. And I knew that Hammer's hands are down so low that even if she cracked Shields with a right hand, which is her best punch, that Shields should be able to take it, but certainly 100% would be able to land something back on Hammer. And you saw that the times that they did exchange, you saw that the times that Shields let her hands go when Hammer did, it went exactly that way. I did deep analysis on that. I watched Hammer over and over and over, and she made those mistakes constantly the same mistakes you saw tonight she's made throughout her entire career it's just the other girls that she fought weren't willing to let their hands go when she let her hands go and I knew Shields was going to let those hands go and she did and I'm even being critical of her when she won probably nine or even ten rounds because I think she could have stopped her and Shields isn't a big puncher but you don't have to be especially in women's boxing but you don't have to be because Hammer's chin is right there to be hit there's no defense whatsoever that's why the times that you saw shields crack her clean 
She hurt her. So even though Shields on paper isn't a big puncher, she has two knockouts. I think she's nine wins now. So she's not a big puncher. You saw when those punches landed clean like that with no defense, you're not rolling with them. They're not catching on your gloves. I'm talking just pure boom shakalaka right off your chin. Yeah, you don't need to be a big puncher. That's going to stun you. That's going to hurt you. That could potentially drop and stop you. So I thought Shields looked good. I wish she would have done a little bit more. The stoppage didn't matter because at the time when we did the pre-fight podcast, there wasn't even props anyway. I would have told you guys just to take her straight, even if there were props, simply because even though Shields isn't a puncher, I was worried about those clean shots rocking Hammer like you saw. And I would have been worried that Hammer would have got caught with something and dropped. There were actually some people that were very surprised at how much of a mismatch it was and that Hammer was exposed, if you will. But I don't think they did a deep enough analysis of Hammer because if you would have done that, you would have seen that she didn't just come in flat in this fight. She fought the exact same way she always does. It was Shields that was able to take advantage of her flaws, of her mistakes. And we spoke about this in the pre-fight podcast. That a lot of times you hear fighters talk a lot of smack and this, that, and the other. But Shields was dead on, 100% spot on when she was calling out Hammer for her flaws. She nailed it to a T. They knew going in the mistakes that Hammer made and they knew they would be able to take advantage of them. That's why it looked so easy. They had this game plan down because Hammer does the same things over and over. That can be good. That can be bad, right? Like Shield said, man, she has a really good jab. You saw she can use that jab. She can get on her feet a little bit, but she makes too many of the same mistakes for somebody in Clarissa Shield's class not to take advantage of that. And Shields even said, I was sitting back in the first round. I wanted to see what she had. I wanted to see what she was going to bring. I was scoping her out. I was scouting her to see what I could do, what I could take advantage of. And you saw from the second round on, it was all Clarissa Shields. Like I said, in my opinion, that eighth round mouthpiece, I mean, she was pretty much out of it. She she was not used to this type of resistance. And more than anything, I could see it mentally on her. Like mentally, it was draining. This That was a big like, uh-oh moment when you've never faced that type of adversity before and consistently from round two, three, four, five, that the flaws that she normally got away with that she may not even realize are flaws because I can't understand how her team has not corrected those. I, I get in this argument all the time with um, MMA fans and even boxing fans, but more so MMA fans where MMA fighters are generally less technical than boxers, the way they throw their punches, the way they ho- they hold their hands, their movements, uh, they're off balance a lot, the way they throw their shots. And so I'm always critical because I like technique because when you get tired, your technique suffers. So if you have terrible, shitty technique, then you risk getting knocked out when you get tired. But they'll say, oh, this is because this is his style and he uses that to exploit this, that, and the other. And I always argue back, listen, 
Having a weakness, having a flaw does not enhance your style. That's why a guy like Bernard Hopkins, who was not exceptionally fast, wasn't super powerful, but he was a technician. He understood offense and defense and angles. He understood proper hand placement, was able to fight to his almost 50 at a very, very high level where you have other super flashy fighters that crash and burn as soon as those reflexes go because your hands down, chin up is not a proper way to fight even if you get away with it. So Hammer was able to get away with these defects this entire time over the course of her undefeated career. And it blows my mind, especially in boxing, that her corner, her team, even her management, her trainers, her Everybody around her didn't say, yeah, you're winning these fights. Let's correct these flaws. Because from everything I've seen, she has attempted no no opportunity at all to change these. Not one single bit. The same things that she's done against the lesser girl she did tonight against Shields. That tells me that she probably doesn't even know that she's doing it. And apparently her team is just oblivious to it or just thinks, hey, it's been working, so it'll work against Shields. Well, they got a brutal lesson tonight that, no, it's not going to work against those elite fighters. And granted, this is women's MMA, so you don't have that depth that you do in male or women's boxing, excuse me. You don't have that depth that you do like you do in men's boxing. But nevertheless, if you want your fighter to be the best that you can be, like I said about Shields throwing wide, she's gotten away with that with lesser fighters. She didn't do that as much tonight. You can see that there's there's subtle improvements there. Her head movement was better tonight than I've seen in past fights. There's things that you can see that she's working on that they're trying to improve on to complement what she already has, the tools that she already has. And that's what the Hammer team, in my opinion, failed to do. Because those flaws that she's been showing in the past weren't corrected and they were taken advantage of tonight by Shields. And I just I I think a lot of people were shocked because you looked at it on paper as this was going to be Shields toughest fight. And I said going in go back listen to the podcast that I actually thought Gabriel's stylistically and skill wise was a tougher fight than Hammer. I didn't come as close to calling it as a mismatch. I I did say the M word come out of my mouth, but I didn't want to go that far. I said I won't go as far as calling it a mismatch, but that's what it ultimately turned out to be. I just knew the flaws were there, and if Shields was able to fight like Shields normally does, she'd be able to take advantage of him. If Shields continues to improve, then I thought, man, there's a real chance here that she's going to be bouncing shots off Hammer's head, and the potential for a stoppage could actually be there even though she's not a puncher like I said you just can't take punches like that clean to the face for 10 rounds so didn't get the stoppage but that's all right the uh, the overall fight played out exactly how I thought it would as far as Hammer making the mistakes and Shields being able to capitalize on it you saw in spots that Hammer did what I thought would be her best chance to win which was jab from the outside and hold like crazy. Shields even said after the fight, all she did was hold. Because what happened was when Hammer realized that she was crowding herself, throwing these wild arm punches on the inside, and Shields was cracking her left and right, she started to hold. 
Now, the thing that she didn't do was she didn't go back outside, hit the jab, hit the jab, throw the right hand, move, hit the jab. She still has those tendencies to crowd herself, come in, throw three, four, five punch combinations that are slop, not bring her hands back, and she was getting countered. So instead of going back to the jab, moving, shooting the right hand, and then if shields press, gets close, hold her. Instead, what she did was shoot the jab, come in with her sloppy punches, and hold. But shields was throwing her arms all around, throwing her off of her, pushing her. I mean, she was like, you're not just going to hold me. I'm going to get my punches off. So overall, I think uh, Clarissa did an excellent job. I couldn't have drawn it up any better. Everything that we talked about, she did. That's her style. The punch when your opponent punches was a huge key. I went over that multiple times because I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood what I was looking at. Hopefully, I articulated it well enough that you guys were able to get in on shields and cash a nice juicy ticket the line did go up on shields that we talked about originally when that line opened um i believe uh, clarissa was like four or five to one favor and nothing but hammer money came in and this was all the way until after the weigh-in and then you finally started to see some shields money come in we spoke about that in case you guys were waiting, you know, looking for the best Clarissa Shields line possible that I said, put whatever number in your head that you're looking for. And as soon as you see that, pull the trigger. Don't worry about it because you're getting a gift of a line compared to what she opened. And there was no way she was going to shoot back up to five to one. Uh, the last time I looked before the fight, she was sitting a little over three to one. So it was a significant amount of money to move it back up, but it was nothing like that. What was bet on hammer. So the books needed that Clarissa Shields win because they took a whole bunch of hammer money. Hopefully you guys found a nugget or two in my uh, pre-fight analysis that helped you nudge you in the way of Clarissa Shields if you are, weren't already on her. Hopefully you guys cashed. If you did, uh, I, I applaud you guys for listening to me mumble and bumble. Uh, I'm happy that you guys took my advice. I'm happy that you guys cashed on Clarissa. And we'll definitely be watching her career from here on out. She's talking about super fights going down to 54 and all this. So there's some exciting stuff going on. The, the bad thing about betting uh, women's MMA is the totals because they only allow them 10 round fights and they're only two minute rounds so this total in this fight the over will go 10 rounds was like minus 515 if you can believe that now i personally would have never laid that like i said when i did the pre-fight podcast it wasn't out but i would have never laid that because like i mentioned before i was worried about those clean shout uh shots bouncing off her head i mean anything can happen you don't have to be a gigantic puncher if you're hitting somebody clean in the face for 10 rounds i really do wish they would go to three minute rounds and 12 round championship fights i just keep saying this i have no real hope that it's going to happen we'd have to get some type of social media movement going on where one of these sanctioning bodies said hey wait a minute the ladies are dedicated they're skilled they they put in blood sweat and tears just like the men they deserve to fight three-minute rounds. They deserve to fight 12-round title fights. I mean, they'd have a really good case right now, especially the now that women's MMA is very popular. And guess what, guys? They fight the same amount of time and the same amount of rounds as the guys do. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.